Whether you have your own bathroom or you share one with your family, a little extra help keeping the bathroom sink, counter, and mirror clean goes a long way. And Viva paper towels are for the long haul. They're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. And they clean like cloth, helping you keep the surfaces in your bathroom dry and fingerprint and toothpaste free. For an exceptional bathroom clean, there's Viva Paper Towels. Visit vivatowels.com to learn more. Areas in Arizona, Florida, and Oklahoma. It was a great day for making America great again. And for the Democrats, not so much. Hey everyone, I'm Jim Dawes, and this is Right Now, a journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. Well, the Democrats managed to shoot themselves in the foot again yesterday in Florida. Uh, they nominated to be their candidate for governor, um, the mayor of Tallahassee, Andrew uh, Gillum, uh, in a four-way race. Uh, Gillum got about 32% of the vote. Uh, interestingly enough, he spent a small fraction of the other candidates in the race. Um, Philip Levine, the mayor of Miami Beach, spent $36 million on the race, race and uh, Andrew Gillum only spent about $6 million, but Andrew Gillum had the endorsement of Bernie Sanders and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Yes, Andrew Gillum is a, uh, a card-carrying member of this, uh, this new Democrat Socialist uh, group. Um, I say card-carrying, I mean that uh, in a, 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 not in a literal sense. Um, they, uh, he calls himself a progressive, and of course the uh, leftist media calls him a progressive too, but all of his policies uh, are right in line with uh, Andrea Cortez and Bernie Sanders. He wants a $15 an hour minimum wage, free health care for all. Uh, he wants to abolish ICE, and have open borders. You know, these, uh, these socialist uh, Democrats haven't quite figured out yet uh, that you can't have open borders and a welfare state. It just doesn't work out. But, uh, you know, they uh, they keep marching on, and uh, and the old guard and the Democrat Party is, is just absolutely being crushed. Everybody, um, all of the Democrat candidates are running from Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer as hard as they can. They want nothing to do with the, um, with the establishment of the Democrat Party. But uh, Bernie Sanders and... Alexandria uh, Ocasio-Cortez are the new stars, and they're the ones really uh, driving the debate. Um, Gillum got about 36% in this race, less than half, but in Florida you don't, uh, you don't need um, a, a majority to uh, win a primary. You just need to get more votes than the next guy. Um, you know, the funny thing about all of this is Bernie Sanders has become the kingmaker in the, the Democrat Party, and he's not even a registered Democrat, which has got to be driving uh, Nancy Pelosi and, uh, and Tom Perez and the rest of the, of the sort of legacy Democrats absolutely out of their mind. But, um, yeah, we've, we've got to stop using this term progressive. Um, it, they are not progressive. They're not progressing toward anything. Uh, except for financial ruin, uh, they are, uh, in fact, socialists, and which is to say they're Marxists. We need to start calling them Marxists. We've got to take back the language. They, are, they don't want to be associated with Marxists, but uh, it was Karl Marx that formulated the ideology in which they believe in and which led to, in the last century, over 100 million 
people being murdered uh, by uh, by these uh, leftist regimes in Russia and China and uh, and Laos, uh, Cambodia, and, and other places. Most deadly uh, ideology in history. By the way, the Communist Party USA, which is still a thing, endorsed Hillary Clinton, but they insisted that Donald Trump uh, renounce David Duke. They never mentioned the fact that the American Communist Party, which is still a real thing, based in Chicago, by the way, uh, endorsed Hillary Clinton. But the uh, the, le- the left-wing media is also wetting themselves in excitement of uh, Gillum's nomination because he's black. And uh, while I don't think that that's going to make a big difference in the uh, Florida election, uh, yes, he will turn out some uh, some black vote, but it's not a big um, uh, number here in Florida. Uh, and I think a lot of blacks are going to be enjoying the, uh, the Trump economy so much with uh, jobs plentiful, wages rising, and everybody's um, investments doing well that, uh, that Trump will probably uh, do better among uh, blacks in the general election or Trump-endorsed candidates in this case. Um, than in generations. Um, they've also nominated, the Democrats have a black candidate in Georgia, Stacey Abrams, and they're just absolutely um, beside themselves. The uh, the leftist media is singing her praises and talking about what a great breakthrough this is. Truth of the matter is, I stand a better chance of being uh, drafted by the New York Yankees than Stacey Abrams has of getting elected uh, governor of Georgia, and I think that that's going to be the case down here in Florida as well. On the Republican side here in Florida, um, the uh, the GOP nominated Ron DeSantis, a Trump-endorsed candidate um, who was um, 25% down in the polls a month ago when Donald Trump endorsed him and then rallied for him there in Tampa, Florida, and he closed the gap on the uh, the state's Secretary of Agriculture, whose name escapes me right now. But uh, he won, DeSantis did, won the GOP nomination by 54%. Just absolutely um, um, came roaring back with this Donald Trump uh, endorsement uh, to win this, uh, this, this uh, nomination. Um, Ron DeSantis is an absolutely great candidate, good-looking guy, well-spoken, uh, totally on board with the uh, Make America Great agenda. Comes from a working-class background, grew up in the panhandle of Florida in, uh, in Dunedin, uh, there between Brayton Beach and Destin, a beautiful place, but uh, grew up sort of a hard scrabble life, but managed to uh, work his way through Yale and Harvard and become a, uh, a judge advocate general, which is to say a lawyer for the U.S. Navy, where he served as an advisor to SEAL teams and was awarded the Bronze Star. He's got a beautiful family. Uh, this is just an outstanding uh, uh, nomination, and I'm going to be proud to call Ron uh, DeSantis my governor. On the uh, Senate race here in Florida, uh, Rick Scott uh, handily beat his opponent for the Republican nomination, and uh, the Democrat incumbent in that race, Bill Nelson, uh, ran unopposed. So uh, we've got we've got two very flawed candidates in that race. Uh, uh, David Scott, did I say Rick Scott earlier, David Scott, sort of um, uh, inarticulate, uh, bumbling kind of guy, made a fortune uh, in the healthcare industry, 
uh, before he became governor. And he's done a good job as governor, but he's not a charismatic or, art- or articulate uh, fellow. And he's running against um, uh, an, an incumbent. Um, I would, wouldn't classify him as a strong incumbent. He's sort of a low-key, do-nothing kind of guy. Bill Nelson looks like a cadaver for all the world. And he's leading him by about uh, uh, two points in the most recent polls. Um, uh, Scott has a lot more money than Bill Nelson because he can write a check for a lot of this stuff. And Scott's been on the air here in Florida for uh, the last month uh, with uh, with negative ads um, against uh, Bill Nelson, and Nelson hasn't gone up on the air yet. So it's looking pretty strong that we may pick up a seat down here in Florida. Um, in the primary in Arizona, um, Martha McSally edged out um, Kelly Ward. Uh, actually, she beat her, uh, I think it was 52 to 36% uh, for the nomination to replace Jeff Flate, uh, Flake, who's retiring because um, he made the mistake of uh, becoming a never-Trumper and can't possibly get reelected there in Arizona. I wanted uh, myself, uh, Kelly Ward, to be the, the, the nominee, but uh, Trump withheld his endorsement in that race. And the truth of the matter is, uh, Martha McSally is, is probably better known and uh, is a more formidable candidate to go up against the Democrat nominee there in Arizona. Um, Martha McSally is a former Air Force fighter pilot who was the first female uh, commander of a, um, an Air Force fighter squadron. Uh, she is an impressive person. Uh, the only flaw that I see in her is she opposes the construction of a wall, and that may be um, trying to play to the base in um, in Arizona. We may we we don't need uh, the Republican uh, senator from Arizona's permission to build the wall anyway. But it would be good to have her vote, and hopefully, uh, with a Trump endorsement, it will come with some strings attached. The disappointing thing in the Arizona race was uh, Sheriff Joe Arpaio uh, got involved and really uh, hindered uh, Kelly Ward's candidacy because he ran uh, on her right, uh, so uh, she had to fend off uh, his uh, candidacy instead of focusing all of her attention running against Martha McSally. Uh, I I wish Donald Trump had picked up the phone and told Joe Arpaio to sit down. It was a dumbass thing to do. Joe is 86 years old now, and he, he, he would have been 87 beginning his freshman uh, term as a senator. Um, Joe Arpaio really sort of showed his ass this particular uh, situation. Uh, McSally is going to face off against Christian Samina on the, uh, the Democrat side, and she absolutely crushed her, uh, her primary opponent. It's uh, interesting to note that the GOP uh, netted 25% more votes in their primaries than, uh, than the Democrats did, so that bodes well going into this, um, this uh, election. Over in Oklahoma, uh, <laughs> Oklahoma is about as red as it gets, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, in the uh, governor's uh, primary, the GOP candidates uh, got uh, to- a net of 302,000 votes there in Oklahoma, and the uh, the Democrats in their primary got a grand total of 926 votes. That's about as red as you get. What is that, uh, 3,000 times? Yeah, 3,000, over 3,000 times more 
uh, votes for the uh, for the Republicans and the Democrats. You could basically take all the Democrats in the state of Oklahoma and and uh, jam them into the uh, Oklahoma Panhandle. Uh, that's twice the Panhandles uh, Panhandles come up in this uh, this podcast. But you could put all the Democrats in the Oklahoma Panhandle, and you'd still have plenty of room to stretch out. My granddad used to tell a joke that. Uh, I was a kid that he uh, he would refer to his 40 years exploring the Oklahoma panhandle. I never did uh, really get that until I started looking at a map and, and seeing, uh, <laughs> seeing what he was talking about. So uh, Trump-endorsed candidates are uh, far and away winning. I think he's lost two of, uh, elections of uh, Trump-endorsed candidates, the one there in uh, PA that uh, ran against uh, Connor Lamb, who basically ran as a uh, Trump uh, a Trump Democrat, and of course uh, uh, Judge Roy Moore down there in Alabama, that the the, uh, the media and the Democrats are absolutely successful in kneecapping. Um, so we're going into these midterm elections looking really good. Uh, Trump has proven he's got coattails both uh, during uh, the 2016 election that he won, and during these special elections and primaries uh, running up to the, the midterms. So. So we're looking good. Uh, the Democrats are going to be hard pressed to uh, uh, to run their candidates. Uh, these these socialist, uh, you know, they're they're trying to tamp down talk of um, impeachment among their candidates. Uh, but these uh, these Democrat socialists just won't sit down and shut up. And now uh, they've basically forfeited the uh, the governor's uh, uh, house here in Florida as well, nominating one of these um, these uh, socialists. And I don't think voters are going to um, pay attention to this BS that's going on in the Washington establishment and the left-wing media. I think people are going to be looking at their uh, their paychecks and their 401ks and, uh, and realizing that um, the last thing they need is to be electing Democrats when the, uh, the emerging narrative or the emerging uh, influence in the Democrat Party is, in fact, a socialist. Yeah, Bernie Sanders uh, running around, you know, uh, uh, saying that Venezuela is the way we ought to do things until Venezuela suffered the same fate as all other Mar- Marxist regimes. And uh, and now he has uh, nothing to say about Venezuela anymore. But they've got this cognitive dissonance, these Democrats, that are, uh, you know, enjoying and benefiting greatly from this, this fantastic roaring economy, while at the same time they're being uh, asked to... Um, to pay attention to Rachel Maddow on MSNBC and send all of these uh, uh, these left wing socialist uh, Marxists to uh, to Washington. Well, that's all I've got. Uh, if uh, if you can uh, like, comment, subscribe, and share, and if uh, if you want to support this broadcast, go on over to our Patreon page and kick in a buck. We'll see you tomorrow. Whether you're moving in together for the first time, this can be your closet. Or you're a new parent to a little fur baby. Viva paper towels can help you maintain a clean home. They're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. So they clean like cloth, helping you pick up after your new pet in your new home. For an exceptional cloth-like clean, use Viva towels. Visit vivatowels.com to learn more and start fresh with a clean feeling of home. Well, I can find my You're listening to Find My Way from Paul McCartney's latest album, McCartney 3. Labeled as one of 2020's best albums by Rolling Stone, this collection completes a trilogy that began in 1970. Now available on all music platforms.